0: Welcome to The Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long, with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Profit Podcast. Week 11 is just about here tomorrow, Saturday. It is Friday night as I am recording this. And uh, we've got the Starts and sips Sits episode of the podcast, which is always one of my favorites. Now, a quick PSA, the five-player podcast, which I have been doing every week since week one, actually, that is over with. Most of the trade deadlines in leagues have passed. And most of what I talked about on that show was trade stuff, uh, cellos, by Highs, those guys, um, but I will be replacing it. I'm going to be doing a week weekly uh, over overview uh, fantasy forecast every single week before the week starts, usually probably Saturday morning, may experiment with different times, but that is going to be taking the place, so I'm not sure if it's going to be happening this week because of the scheduling change, and I'm working on uh, moving my microphone into a different place that has better sound. So right now, I think it's sounding pretty good, but some of the other places I've been recording have not sounded as great. So I'm still kind of getting my setup uh, switched around. So but hopefully after this week, if it, it doesn't happen this week, it'll be coming every other week from here on out. So without further ado, let's get straight into this, the starts and sits. So, the, So the first question I was asked, Saints, Cowboys or Jets defense? Um, the Jets, Cowboys, Saints is how I'd rank these for this week. The Jets, they're primed for a big week defensively. It's been 13 quarters since the Redskins have found the end zone. 13 quarters. That's more than three games. That's almost a month. Actually, it's a little bit more than a month. That is just insane. <laughs> I really, I don't see a big reason for that streak to end this week. Will they find the end zone? Yeah, yeah you know, probably. But it's not a given. There's really no reason to think they will if they haven't, which it does mean that you're going to probably keep that scoring bonus that you get at the beginning of the game. And Haskins... uh, He hasn't looked good. He's probably going to throw it over, uh, turn it over a couple times, or probably going to allow a few sacks. So I would, I would definitely start the Jets this week. I'm starting them in a couple leagues. They're primed for a huge week. Now, if you aren't comfortable starting the Jets just because they're the Jets, I would go Cowboys. The Cowboys, they are a pretty good defense, and once again, Matthew Stafford he is injured this week, so downgrade at the quarterback position. And Lions, we all know they really don't have a running back at this point. So I'm not too excited about the Saints though. Uh Winston, he has the ability, yes, to turn it over, as we all know. But with Lattimore out, the Bucks, I think they can have a huge game offensively. So I would go with Jets, Cowboys, Saints in that order out of those defenses. All right, Ridley Watkins or Devontae Parker? Not too interested in Devontae Parker. I still, I don't have much confidence with any offensive player on the uh, Dolphins, really. They've won two in a row, but they haven't been great wins, really. It's been more of just kind of a gross game that they somehow pull off. Now, Sammy Watkins, he, he's still ranked fairly highly overall, but if you take away that one week one, he's, he's so low. He's in 70s. He really hasn't been fantasy relevant except for one week, so not excited about him. He can always blow up, but I don't there's no confidence in him. Now, Ridley, Calvin Ridley is a player I think is going to have a huge week. He's been a little bit disappointing. He's pretty boomer bust. But this week, I think uh, Calvin Ridley can have a ginormous game. Uh, I think he he's primed for a breakout game. And it's going to be an offensive shootout, I think, with these two offenses. And I, I think the Falcons as a whole have a really good game against the Panthers. I think Julio, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, Brian Hill, I think they're all worth starting, and I think Ridley has a huge game. All right, so next question. Allen Robinson, Dede Westbrook, or Kenny Galladay? Kenny G, PPR formats. Uh, thank you for specifying. I would probably uh, go... Well, all three of these guys are pretty good options, actually, and they're all in very similar tiers, But I would give a slight edge to Allen Robinson. Now, I'm expecting a big game from the Jaguars with Nick Foles coming back, but but I'm a little cautious with the wide receivers just since we don't know who's going to be the number one with a new quarterback coming in. Now, I wouldn't go and just bench all your Jaguars, but I would temper my expectations, or it decreases my confidence since we don't know who's going to be the number one. But if you do have other options, like you do, then I would go with them. Now, Kenny G, has been really good this year. He's had a great year. But against the Cowboys' stout secondary with no Matthew Stafford... I'm tempering my expectations a little bit this week. Now, Allen Robinson, he has been a PPR machine. He's recorded more than five receptions in all but two games this year. So although the Rams, yeah, their secondary is pretty good, he should see enough volume to have a really good game, especially given the fact that David Montgomery is either going to be limited or out. They're going to have to rely on the pass game more. So I think Robinson, especially in PPR, should have a very good game. All right, Devin Singletary, Le'Veon Bell, Matt Breda, Brian Hill, standard. Not Matt Breida. It's looking like he won't play, especially against this Arizona Cardinals team. They they really don't need him. They can you know run it just fine with Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. Now it's uh it's tricky since I do like Bell, I do like Singletary, and I do like Hill this week. I but I would rank them Brian Hill. Singletary Le'Veon Bell. Bell, he should have a a decent game, and he he's he's got a good matchup against Washington, they're pretty bad defense. But with it being a standard league that you specified, he really does need the touchdown to make it a good game fantasy wise without the PPR points. And I could see this game really turning into an ugly an ugly game for both offenses, just kind of being a punt fest. Now, Singletary, I do like a lot against Miami. I really do. I think he has a good week. He had a but a uh, bust game last week, uh, but he should bounce back. And it's hard to bank on the volume, though. That's the problem. Yes, he's on the field. Yes, he looks like the better back. Yes, he's a good pass protector. Yes, he can catch, and yes, he's efficient. But for some reason they just won't commit to giving them the ball i don't really get it but they aren't so i don't quite have enough confidence even though i do think he'll have a big game Uh, Now, Brian Hill, I think, is in for a huge game, and I'm more confident in him this week. He's facing the Carolina Panthers, who have given up 72 rush yards per game, that's their average, over the last three weeks. And this game has a chance to become a very high-scoring offensive feast. I'm expecting a big day from Julio Jones, a big game from Ridley, like I already said, and Brian Hill, I would start him with full confidence. The volume it's going to be there, he's he's really the only back in that backfield, and I think he'll be able to produce... at a fairly high level and find the end zone especially against this Carolina front that has been very poor against the rush recently all right next up Joe Mixon or Ronald Jones uh, <laughs> I would go Joe Mixon and it's hard because he's hurt us but you know they both have matchups here's the thing they both have bad matchups but there is a very good chance Joe Mixon will see 25 to 30 carries now that uh, Andy Dalton's out. We saw he had 30 carries last week, and I don't care how bad the offensive line is and how good the Raiders' rush defense is, because it is is top 10. Mixon, he's very talented, and he'll put up a good game if he sees that volume, and I think he will. Now, Jones, he did break out uh, past two weeks. He's had very good games, but I see this as sort of a trap game this coming week. New Orleans—they have a very good rush defense. They've allowed an average of sixty-six rush yards over the past three games, which that's scary. And yeah, you can argue that they didn't face really any good running backs. They faced a uh, David Montgomery when he got what three three carries, and then they had David Johnson who was banged up in Kenyon. So they really haven't faced a great uh, a great defense or a great rusher, but. This season as a whole, they rank as the number five rush defense, which is very good. And with Lattimore out, I expect the Bucs to attack the secondary, and I expect, you know, a good game from Godwin and a huge game from Mike Evans, but I'm staying away from the backfield. I think most of the, uh, most of the Buccaneers offense will go through the air this week with Lattimore out. So, all right, next question. Noah Fant, Gassike, Goddard, or Knox, or Eifert? I am not really interested in Fant at all this week. I think it's a bust week for him. Apart from that huge touchdown versus the Browns, he really hasn't been fantasy relevant at all this season. And I'm not confident enough in the Dolphins to use Gosaiki unless I have to. Now, Knox, I'm also not too high on. The Bills, they don't they just don't pass that much. And when they do, it's, you know, a deep shot to Brown, a short pass to Singletary, or to Beasley, and then a screen to Singletary. There isn't enough passing work to go around in Buffalo for Knox to really be worth it. Now, Eifert, the, Eifert, the argument it can be made that he's going to be the top target and the Bengals will be playing from behind and they're going to have to use him, but I would still rather go Godert or Goder. I'm still not sure how it's pronounced. Now, I'm expecting the Patriots to shut down Ertz, but allow a very solid game from Goder And Eifert, the problem is, I don't think the quarterback Finley is good enough to get him the targets and yards, the, the high-quality targets that he needs to have a really good game fantasy-wise. So he'll be my second choice, but I would go Goder. All right, last question. Saquon or Fournette for the playoffs? Ooh, I would all right I do love Fournette I talked about Fournette heavily a couple of weeks ago and I think he's gonna have a huge huge stretch this end of the season he's been a great running back so far and I love Fournette but I would still rather have Barkley for the playoffs here's why weeks 15 and week 16 Saquon Barkley faces the Dolphins and then the Redskins now, now both running backs, they are great. And at this level, I think you really can't go wrong. But I think that matchup makes Saquon worth it, those two matchups in the playoffs. Now, there is the injury, injury concern. So, you know, if Saquon tweaks anything, I would try to flip him immediately if you still can. But I wouldn't be too afraid. Last week, it should be an outlier, and he should bounce back uh, pretty, pretty healthily. And the thing... Um, Leonard Fournette, yes, he's great, and I think he's going to have a big game, but I think some of the upside will be capped with the matchups. He has to face Raiders, he has to face Buccaneers, who are the number one defense, and then Philadelphia too. So the matchups aren't quite as good as the ones for Saquon. So I would personally rather have Saquon from here on out. All right, so that was the Starts and Sits podcast. I hope I helped you with your decisions. If I didn't, you can always feel free to DM me on Instagram, and I'll try to clarify anything. If I made any mistakes, messed up a matchup or something, I'm sorry, and I will try to clarify that in DMs. But I hope, for the most part, you enjoyed it, and I hope it helped you. And good luck tomorrow, or two days from now. Good luck. Week 11, the playoff push. uh, Best wishes.